Hey, what's up, guys? We are back with another episode of Inside the Box, Outside the Norm. I'm your host, Cole Payton. And today, I have pulled aside Barry Head, one of our founding members here at CrossFit Higher Ground, for a short conversation on health, fitness, and mindset. Check it out. What's up, Barry? Thank you for being a part of the show. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me. Man, doing fantastic. So, Right now, we are actually recording this podcast, sitting on our turf, outside of the gym, enjoying this beautiful weather. It's a little chilly, but... It is I mean, phenomenal. You, you really can't beat this. No, not at all. This is a phenomenal atmosphere right now. And this is... Yeah, it uh, is. It's awesome. Days don't get much better than this until we actually sweat a little bit, too. I know, right? So, guys, we're going to kick things off about uh, discussing Barry's fitness journey, right? So... To give you a little bit of background on Barry, Barry's been with us for, gosh, it's almost been four years. It's been almost four years. Three, June of six, 2016. 16, so yeah, three years and. Three years going on four. Yeah, three going yeah, on Yeah, going four. on four years. And uh, an interesting fact about Barry is that his first CrossFit-related fitness test was Murph. So we, we do an annual Murph event uh, in honor of Lieutenant Michael Murphy. And Barry showed up the first year that we hosted Murph here at CrossFit Higher Ground and took on the grandfather of all hero workouts. So, Barry, what was that like for you? It was interesting, man. It, it, uh, it, you know, like I was invited by a member and, and she told me, she said, look, it's not an easy workout. I feel like you'll love it. Come on and, uh, you know, try it out. It was a Saturday. And I show up and... I see this, I see this small community because I mean you had just started and mm-hmm. I saw this small community, and doing this workout for some guy I didn't even know for some, you know for some hero, and they were talking about it being a hero lot and all like this and I get told all right guys we're gonna run a mile, we're gonna do a hundred pull ups, <laughs> two hundred push ups, three hundred air squats yeah. and then a mile run after. And you're in your first crossfit workout. That's and probably I was the like, last thing that you wanted to hear. Yeah, and it was it was really interesting in the fact that I love those type of workouts. I love those long grind mm-hmm. workouts. Like twenty point two, a twenty minute AMRAP of mm-hmm. of what we just did. Loved it. Yep. I know some people found it boring, but you know, Murph was one of those things of I knew that coming to CrossFit, I had heard that CrossFit wasn't the easiest thing in the world. I wasn't I didn't have the knowledge of the, you know, of how to scale things. I just heard right. CrossFit and I was like, oh man, this is going to be tough. But I was looking for that. Right. You know, I was looking for something to... to something different. Yeah, something yeah. different. Something to get me back. Something with some variance, right? Yeah, something to... Get you out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and... Uh, something that would make a difference. Right. You know, going sure. to a Globo gym, I knew wouldn't make a difference or anything. So, but it was, you know, I got done that day. I, I fell in love with it. And through the ups and downs over the last three and a half years or, you know, most four, it's, you know. It's, and you've done it every year since. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've seen, uh, you know, you've progressed since then. You've added some intensity since then. Yeah. You've added more volume since then of you know of that particular workout so you know what 
So before you started your CrossFit journey, what was your what was your training like? Random workouts at a Globo gym, uh, trying to figure it out. Just trying to figure it out. Yeah, so, just trying to figure out what I needed to do. So what led you? So I know that you were invited uh, by a friend. Yeah. But what led you to making that commitment? Obviously, when it was presented to you that it was going to be a hero workout, it probably wasn't like a, you know, heck yeah, let's go do it. Obviously, the sentimental value behind it and everything. But there had to be something more that... Uh, that might have led you, and I know maybe the change. I know that we said variance, uh, but just overall change. You think? Yeah, just overall change. And one of the big thing was what well, was the community community aspect yeah. of it too. Was you know out of shape, uh, you know, but I, you know, I like I did half Murph, but the, you know there was always encouragement. There was always, you know. Um, and that day's a blur. I mean, I couldn't tell you who was here. I know, I know you were, and that was really about it. Unless I went back and look at pictures, but that's kind of how it is for everyone after the, a, a workout of that capacity. Yeah, but just the sense of, you know, community and uh, the and the the so the so the support structure there. You know, definitely. You know, going into a Globo gym by yourself. You know, it's. You know, you don't want to go talk to anybody because you're going to mess up their workout. Or you don't want to ask anybody for help because they're doing their own thing. Whereas here, it's just, you know, there was someone here be like, hey, what the heck is this? Right. <laughs> right. Keeping you on pace. Yeah. So, okay. So, talk really quick about your morning and nighttime routine. Do you have, like, habits and rituals and stuff that you go through? before uh, you go to bed or when you wake up, you know, because you've, you've got a, a busy day. You've got a little man, yep. little Thomas, and if I may add, an, an, another one on the way. Yep, yep, another one add, on the yep. way, April 16th. Which, April 16th, wow. Yeah. Thomas is going to be a good big brother. Thomas is going to be a great uh, big brother. He oh is, yeah. He's definitely an asset to our community. We love that little guy. Uh, so, but, but what are some things? I mean, you've got a busy day, so... What are some things that you have in place that you do in the morning to get you motivated motivated through the day and then to do at night to kind of wind down? You know, in the morning, uh, I typically try to wake up before Thomas wakes up. Uh, Which is about? Probably around 5.36, somewhere around there. Uh, you know, I immediately... Once I'm awake, I'm awake. I immediately start the process of getting ready for the day. You know, taking the shower, brushing the teeth, combing the hair, things like that. But having that quiet time to myself, you know, is great in the fact that, you know, if you have children, especially 16, 17 months old, when he gets up, he's ready to go. Mm -hmm. And he's ready to play and things like that. So, you know, getting up prior to him gives me a little bit of quiet time uh and you know i'm i'm thankful and glad that you know some mornings melissa lays at work so she's him and i but on the mornings that she's off she gets up and gets him ready for school to give me some time to not feel so rushed in the morning and things right. like that but it's always like you know get ready 
uh, then get him up, uh, get him ready for school, pack our stuff. Uh, one thing I've changed is I've started eating breakfast at work. Okay. Sitting down. So at not immediately, not and not in the car. Car. Waking. No. Yeah. Uh, you know. So you can actually sit down, enjoy it, absorb it, like right. appreciate it, right? Yeah. Instead of just like being in trying the to moment consume of food eating. on the way. Yeah. Like, yeah. like being in the moment of eating and enjoying it and not, you know, and not, and not eating in my car doing 80 down the interstate trying to eat and drink something <laughs> after I dropped him off. Yeah. You know, you know, as We've far as, there. you know, like as far as night's concerned, I'm a huge creature of habit. Uh, I like, I, I love structure. I like doing the same stuff. I pick Thomas up after the gym, 5.30, 6 o'clock, go home. It's me and him time. Yeah. Or, or and if Melissa's off, it's like it's family time for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know. No distractions. Nothing else. We play matter, right? Matters to an extent, obviously. Right. You know, but you guys can you guys can you know. Yeah, like we bond. We play outside, inside. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Because eat I think dinner. Seven o'clock comes around. We take Thomas for a walk. No social media. Not really. Uh, you know, some here or there. Uh, sometimes Thomas wants to watch TV while he eats his dinner, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and mm -hmm. stuff like that because the kid's so funny, he'll stand there at the TV when it's off and he'll just say, uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. I'm like, no, buddy. That's it. No, it's off. You know, let's go outside. You right, know? definitely, um, yeah. You know, but we do, like, like, like there is some, like, cell phone stuff like that. You know, we take him for a walk on his tricycle, uh, come home, like, you know, get home, bath time, bedtime. After bedtime is time for, like, for her and I, you know, to veg out, social media, things like that. I typically, you know, put the phone down around 9.30. You know, no more blue screen, no more screen device. For sure. Uh, somewhere around there. Go upstairs, maybe read a little bit of a book and just really start to wind down. Are you, uh, like, so are you reading anything currently? Yeah, it's called The Art of War. The uh, Art of War. It was a book that I accidentally borrowed. I say borrowed from the hotel in Maui uh, okay. because I plan on returning yeah. it. I started reading it by the Gives pool. you a reason to go back. Right, right. And uh, But uh, that's the only physical book I've read. I listen to a lot of audio books going to and from See, work. Uh, so, so, yeah, most definitely. That's kind of my, yeah. my thing, too. Okay, so... Um, so since, you know, the beginning of your fitness journey, you have obviously grown into a much stronger, you know, individual. But So what are some character, what are some other character traits that you have developed since the start of your fitness journey? You know, a lot of it, a lot of it has been confidence. Um, I, I was never a really confident person growing up. You know, high school, you know, middle school, overweight kid, glasses, funny, funny haircut. High school, you know, college was good. I wasn't, you know, like, you know, not a lawn or a black sheep, but, uh, you know, really one of the big things is confidence. Uh, and, well, you know, one of the biggest things is I look at every day of, who's the best person I can be today mm -hmm. or who's, sure. the, who's the best person I can be in any given situation uh, and 
it's always striving to be better. For sure. How can I, what can I do better today than I did yesterday? And, you know, it's a part of growing. Uh, whereas before, as you know, I was real indifferent. Just, okay, cool. You know, I don't have to change. I don't, you know. Would you would you say discipline would fall into that category for you, or do you most would you say that you have always been a pretty disciplined person? No, very lack of discipline whole life. A lot of discipline came in, but you know came into play. Um, started learning a little bit of discipline before, but it really was honed in. You know when I started the whole CrossFit journey, and that falls in 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 line with confidence too, right? So being disciplined, like having goals that are set in place. And following through with those goals, whether those goals be fitness goals or just self-development goals, whatever they may be. Right. But building confidence in those type goals is holding yourself accountable. Yep. You know, making the goal and following through with it. You know, and that alone builds like an immense amount of confidence. And that goal could be, you know, setting a specific bedtime or setting a specific wake time or developing more of a morning slash nighttime routine and holding yourself accountable to that and, and uh, really quick Barry and I have a, a whoop band that we've recently invested in which by the way is amazing absolutely and it's giving us some data on you know our sleep which we think that we have you know good habits in place yet we get up the next day and see kind of how distracted it is that we were before we went to bed you know our throughout the day the stress levels play a key role in overall sleep hygiene and so on so it's really neat for us to be able to you know, to be able to see that. So really quick. So in your opinion, how do you control the outcome of a situation of adversity? So when things get difficult, when something gets tough, whether it be, you know, and, and we could say CrossFit workout for sure, but I'm looking for something a little bit deeper than that, such, in, yeah. such as, you know, life. Like how do you control the outcome of a difficult situation? And what goes through your head? You know, one of the first things that I try to sit down and, analyze because I'm a very analytical person very logical I try to keep a lot of emotion out of it um, you know which isn't always easy but I try to sit there and compartmentalize and say okay what factors of this can I control what factors of this can I not control mm -hmm. if you can take the situation and it really applies to anything it's if you if you can think about the stuff that you cannot control no matter what and put it aside, guess what? That problem or that piece of adversity just got a little easier. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, don't let fear control the outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I see people kind of run towards it. Yeah, Would you agree? Like attack it. Don't. Yeah. Don't run from it. It's right. You know, how can I? How you know? How can I respond to the situation and or react? And when I uh, and when you can can compartmentalize what you can and what you can't control, it makes deciding what to do mm -hmm. a little easier. The, the next thing I look at is, well, how is this going to affect my family? You know, first and foremost, I think about how is it going to affect my relationship with Melissa, my, my relationship with Thomas, 
and my relationship with myself. Uh, you, you know, and your your hierarchy can vary depending on like you know who you are, but you know those are the you know those are the first beginning steps is you know that and then in a really educational way I try to sit down and weigh the pros and cons and sometimes mm-hmm. it's as sometimes it's as easy as writing out a list of pros and cons and if the pros oh, outweigh yeah, the I, cons then by all means do it you know definitely taking, uh, taking those factors into you know like into account and you know that can be adversity you know decision making but well, I think what you said was really good about responding versus reacting I mean I yeah. think that that is that's it's, crucial it's don't respond out of fear. Fear can't be a driving motivation or a, or a driving force when you're faced with a tough decision or or a tough situation. Is you know meet that head on, have that confidence, and build that discipline. Say you know what I've got this. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know you look at what's the 150 wall ball, Karen. Karen. I look at that and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I'm scared. That's 150 wild balls. That's going to hurt that, you know, but no, you charge into it and you say, mm-hmm. all right, I don't care what happens, but I'm going to do 10 at a time. Well, you, you kind of respect it, right? You develop yeah. a plan of attack. You know that it's going to hurt, but you respect the overall stimulus that is going to take place inside that workout. Right. And, and I'm Just glad like, that you said, you know, it's going to hurt. Yeah, that's the thing, it's, and and I see, and it, it dawned on me, and I forget who said it, and it was fantastic. A lot of workouts, well, I don't want to say a lot, hurt. Workouts are supposed <laughs> to hurt. Once you can wrap your mind around that, because some people will come up, and when it starts to hurt, they back off. They back off, and I'm and I'm right yeah, there. I, yeah, I would agree. I, I am right and there. I think that's I'm what. Yeah, and that's people. with everything. Yeah, and that's everything. That's life. When something gets difficult or hard, you can respond one of two ways. You can get scared or fear, and back off. Or you can attack, or you can attack it and say, you know what? This is supposed to hurt. This is supposed to be difficult. If it wasn't, if it's not worth it, it wouldn't be difficult, right? My, you know, my flight training, if it's, if it's easy and unbelievably easy, it may not be worth it. Yeah. Well, I think it's just this burden of perfection that a lot of us carry. And I know that I carry it on my shoulders as well. But I think of it, I think a lot of individuals are scared to fail because maybe in their mind they would classify themselves as a failure when obviously that's farthest from the case. But failing is okay. I mean, there, I know there's an old saying. It's like, you know, when you fail, fail better. You know, when you fail again, yeah. fail better. Or fail forward. You know, but that's how we grow. It's That's how we improve. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's kind of gives us a baseline, you know, of like what we're capable of. And we just continuously, you know, it, it's a, it, it build those stepping stones. Yeah. So... And failure is a... And if... You know, is a learning experience. Yeah. Like... It, you can't improve... Upon what you what you aren't measuring, right? So, right. 
when you can realize that, hey, okay, look, I failed. I may not have handled that situation the, to the best of my ability. I'm going to reevaluate it. And the next time that this adversity strikes or this situation, you know, comes on my court, I'm going to handle it much differently. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, and it's just all about how you respond. So, so let's, let's dive into this really quick. Uh, so what is your... What is what is your why? What is Barry's why? Why do you train the way that you do, and why why have you like seek seeks to improve just overall self? So, you know, I I talk I've talked a lot about it already, and I've and I've said you know don't do anything out of fear. That's what got me started. Okay, I was afraid. And I was terrified of going back to being the overweight, unhealthy. Okay, that makes yeah. Um, way of how I used to live, you know, alcohol. Uh, drugs. So that was a problem. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it like alcohol, drugs, overweight, eating like crap, no self confidence. But when you get to a certain point in self realization and self exploration is. That fear's gone. Right. Now, what motivates me is... To be farthest away from that person. Yeah. In a sense. And now it's... I don't fear going back to the way I was. I know know I'm not going back. Right. Now, when I work out, it's a... Maybe not a fear, but more of a push. It's a, let's celebrate what our bodies can do. Let's see how hard I can push my body. Let's say, okay, let me dial in my, my nutrition to see how, how much further I could push my body. I'm terrible at running. The only way to get better at running is to do what? Go run. Run. You know. Prove, yeah, obviously improving the overall mechanics and everything. But So for me, it was, it's not coming out of a place of fear anymore. It's coming out of a place of let's celebrate what God has given us in a body and realize what we can do and see how far we can push it. Yep. I love it. Okay, Barry. So some outside the norm questions, quick rapid fire questions. What is one word that describes you? Integrity. Integrity. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Doing what's right when no one's looking. And I hope I exemplify that. And I try to strive for that. What are you not very good at? Like, what is one thing that you're not very good at? And it doesn't have to be fitness related. Communication. Communication. Mainly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I think, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think we all fall short of communication. Yeah. And as much as I try to, you know. And I could, we could go into a whole other topic about communication. But we'll save that for another, another episode. Okay. If you could have one superpower. What would it be? Telekinesis. <laughs> would love to move some stuff with my mind. And mainly it would be to prank with people. Yeah, I, it, I think it, that, that it would be... just just be to mess with people for sure. But yeah, that it would could make be... for an interesting day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree. So if you were one type of food, if you were a type of food, what type of food would you be? Tacos. 
<laughs> because who doesn't love a good taco? I mean, would you say soft taco? <laughs> you know, either one. Either one. Either one. I mean, you know, somebody has a rough day. They're like, man, I want to go out for margaritas and tacos. A taco. Some good, yep. Yeah, taco just, chips and salsa. I mean, you can't just Couldn't have answered it any better. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like for our listeners to know about you? One thing I do want to add, and I know that I already said this, but you are a founding member of Cross and Iron Ground. Yeah. I mean, you have been with us since day one. And I think I mentioned that at the beginning, but I just wanted to reiterate that, that consistency is key. Barry's been with us for going on four years and we have, you know, gone through ups and downs of emotions and adversities and struggles, but there's been way more pros than there has cons. And that has, uh, but, but the consistency is, yeah, consistency is, is key. Is key. I mean, consistency is key, yeah. obviously. But is there anything else that you would like to, that you like for, for our listeners to know? I'll say this. If you want to know more, come talk to me. I'm <laughs> you an know where to find me. Yeah. yeah, like you know where to find me, and everyone knows that, I'm, you know, I'm friends with everyone. So, Definitely. Um, yeah, come talk. If you got questions, comments, smart remarks, I'm open up to it all. So. Cool. Well, Barry, I greatly appreciate you doing this. And, um, yeah, I look forward to having you on again in the future. Yeah, most definitely, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Barry. Have a great day. Too.